Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad that you all could join us as well. This year, 2023, is really flying by, and our next guest definitely knows firsthand uh, how quickly things are moving, because she's moving quickly as well. We're excited to welcome back Omega Keys to our broadcast today. Omega is known as an entrepreneur. She's an author, filmmaker, and just an all-around incredible individual. We're going to talk to her about the crazy, busy 2023 she's been able to have with uh, two movies she's been able to talk about, Fate of Reunion, the brand new one is Keeping Secrets, new books as well, and a lot of other great things, including her podcast, Omega, welcome back to the broadcast. Hey, Cyrus. Thank you for having me back as always. (laughs) Look, always a pleasure. Look, you and I were just having a great show before the show. (laughs) We were just talking about this year, and I thought about it as I was just doing my introduction. Wait a minute, then there's the podcast, too. We definitely have to talk about that because I've been loving seeing you share that. So let's just kind of start, take a breath, and kind of talk about here we are now, beginning the month of March, by the time our radio audience is hearing this, our podcast audience is hearing this, we're wrapping up the month of February. Talk to us about this year, Omega. What has it been like for you to kind of see all the great things already happening for you? It has been wild because I literally, you know, we started the year planning for the premiere party for Keeping Secrets, and Mm -hmm. just before the premiere party, the film actually released. So, yeah, things took off warp speed, but plus I was filming the broadcast and mm-hmm. still riding the high off a of faded reunion. So I really haven't had a moment to breathe. It's been wild and crazy in a great way. Yeah. And Omega, this is the thing, and you said something so powerful right before we went on here. And I think this is what people don't get, right? They see you. They see all the things you're doing, new books. I mean, you've released, what, three books in the past two years, I think it is? And then, of course, yes, you have two films I, I now already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Say it again. I got to release a book this year, too. Yay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you had your business book last year. You had, of course, the, the book for Fated Reunion this year with Keeping Secrets. You know, you have all of these things, and people say, wow, you know, she has all of this, but they don't understand the work that has gone into it. So let's talk about that because you are really seeing the result of the hard work you've put in. What has it been like for you to see the hard work paying off for you? It is surreal, honestly, to see the hard work finally really pay off. I mean, I've been seeing small speckles of it, but Mm -hmm. mm, these last few months have just been warp speed insane with the results from it. Now it's like, oh, my gosh, this is what I have been working for. It's finally coming. I'm finally seeing the true results of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, too, because you've been so true to it as well, Omega, you've been focused, been willing to do what it takes to make it happen. Again, not everyone is willing to do that. So I think, you know, a good place for us to kind of kind of dive into today's conversation is to talk about 
State of Union, Keeping Secrets, the books and the movies. Because a lot of the times people don't understand or realize this, Omega, but they both started with the book. So talk to us about what that was like for you to bring your own books to life in these two films. Oh, yes. Like, I mean, because State of Reunion was one of the first romance books that I actually wrote back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I switched gears just a little bit, I was writing erotic romance, but this was the first just true romance without the erotic side when I made a complete shift. And then I turned around that same year and wrote Keeping Secrets at the end of the year. And this is when I took on the new persona using the pseudonyms for the names and when my book started hitting the best-selling list. Mm -hmm. So it is crazy to turn around and then turn them into movies now because they were books. And then turn around and rewrite the books and re-release the books is is just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I think, too, Omega, you are doing – what so many people are waiting on others to do for them. And I think that, again, goes to how you have always, and the, I mean, the, the many years that you and I have known each other, you've always been a person of action. You are not one of these people that's going to sit back and wait on someone else to make their dream come true. Where does that come from for you? Because not everyone has that quality. Where does that come from for you? It comes from my upbringing, but it also comes from not seeing those opportunities available for myself. So I went out and made those opportunities. Nobody was looking at me to give me a book, a true book deal. The the predatory um, book publishers were, which is mm-hmm. why I ended up starting my own book publishing company. But you know, when it comes to the film world. Yeah, they're not handing out money to a lot of black filmmakers unless you're already out there. Just recently, even Viola Davis, that was her own production company that had to produce Woman King. So even Viola, with all of her accolades, still had to do it herself. Yeah. So those opportunities, they're not there. So we have to create them. I'm not. I'm not waiting and saying, oh, you know, well, what was me? I wish I could do this. Yes, I wish sometimes I had more funding for the films, but I learned how to do everything myself. So I don't have to rely on other people. Even though I have a great team, I don't have to rely on other people to get it done. Like one person not being there is not going to make or break the production or things going forward. I refuse. This is what I want right. to do, my dreams. So I put my all to learn everything and how to do it. And that, that again, is another quality not everyone has, Omega. Not everyone's willing to lift up the hood to find out how everything works. They just want to get in the car and drive. But you are a person who knows because you've been in that world, you've studied that world. How important has that lesson been for you to share with others? The importance of learn, not only wanting to do the craft, but really learning the craft, the mechanics of the craft and what you want to do funny because just today um, someone reached out to me and said, what, what would I have to say to a new entrepreneur? And I, I said, whatever it is you want to do, learn everything about it. If that's what you want to do, learn everything about it so that way you don't get in these situations where you're getting taken advantage of because you don't know what to do. And now with YouTube, YouTube University, go and learn everything. The same way that you can ask the question, on Facebook or jump into somebody's messenger and say, how do you do this? Type that in on Google and figure it out. 
because it's all yeah. there. You just have to be willing to put in the research. Go to school yeah. for yourself. Yeah, I think that is it. That is such a great lesson. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, is on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back my friend, Omega Keys. She's an author, a filmmaker, and she hosts her own podcast as well. I'm about to talk to her about that, as well as celebrating a lot of great projects already in 2023. It's interesting where you're falling in line in our scheduling, Omega, because I didn't think about it when we scheduled this conversation. The end of what is recognized as Black History Month, the beginning of what is recognized for Women's History Month. Have you kind of thought about that, not only your own history that you're making, but how you are really setting a standard that other, especially female entrepreneurs, can be able to follow? I hope that I am, and that's one of the biggest things that I want to do. Um, A lot of people sometimes say, oh, well, you share too much, but I get those people that are saying, you inspire me, and that's all I want to do. I want to be for people what I did not have for me. Like, I didn't know any filmmakers. I didn't see any black female filmmakers coming up or anything, or even when I worked on all those films, that I really didn't see it. Out of the hundreds of films that I've been on, I only saw one female director, and that's when I worked on Selma with Ava DuVernay. Out of all those hundreds of films, a black woman female filmmaker. And you know how many films I've worked on. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. And and I think, too, the fact that you're able to be able to be that example and for people to be able to come to you is so important as well, uh, Omega. But let's talk about the podcast because, again, people have gotten to know you, especially over the past, I would say, five years. They know It's no surprise to them about the books. It's no surprise to them about the movies. How does the podcast come up? The podcast is because it's true crime, and I've always had a passion for true crime. I've always covered the live trials just on my Facebook feed. I've always done it. So it's nothing new for me to transition that into the podcast. And, you know, Keeping Secrets is literally a fictional true crime story. Hmm. You know, and I have stories that are in my family itself that need to be told. You know, I have my cousin whose daughter was murdered in front of everyone, and it took several years to lock that person up. Like, that person just got locked up, and he wrote a book about it, and he's just now getting his story out there. But it took social media for this person to get locked up. So it's all around. There's so many stories. You know, they do the 2020, and they do the, you know, 48 hours, and they focus on these these white stories, and they leave our stories to be, oh, you know, we're the criminals and all this. So I just wanted to show that change from the other side a little bit. Right. And I'm passionate about true crime. <laughs> yeah, and, and you've been able to carve out another niche for yourself in the process, you know, of now, you know, being a media personality and being able to have this. I mean, what has that been like? Because you've literally started your own platform. I mean, using YouTube in particular to be able to share this. What has that been like for you to build this new area of what About Face Media is all about? Not so new for about these minutes. It's somewhere that I always wanted to go. I just didn't know how to do it at the time. Gotcha. I mean, for me, doing a podcast is no different than me turning on the camera and filming content for the movie. It's gotcha. the same for me. It's producing content. It's the same thing. 
So for those then that are just hearing about you just referenced um, uh, Keeping Secrets, which is the newest film, which is the newest book. Talk to us about that. For those who are just hearing about it, what, how did the idea for it come about? What is the storyline? Uh, because I am passionate about true crime. I made up a true crime story <laughs> about a, a cop that has to go undercover at a strip club in order to catch a serial killer. And I'm a big Alfred Hitchcock fan. I'm a big that movie Seven with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt from back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love those films, so I incorporated that into my writing with, of course, my Al- Alfred Hitchcock style. <laughs> love it. Love it. And you had the premiere. What was that experience like for you? You've had a lot of red carpet moments lately, Amiga. What was that like for you um, to have the red carpet event for the film? Iris, this was the biggest we've done. We, like, changed venues from the smaller venues that we normally have. We had a much bigger venue. We filled it up. Everything about it just was different. I truly, This was, like, the first time I truly felt like, a celebrity walking into the red carpet. It's very over the top, you know, having my parents there and my mother making it a point to speak to each and every person up in there because she's so happy and she's so proud. And one thing about this, my mother is so happy because she wasn't able to do it. And so she sees it and it just moves her so much. So that hit me hard too to realize that, you know, my parents that were born in the Jim Crow era for them to see their daughter do this is just so much, so moving. It's crazy to me. And I know it's crazy to them to see it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, And I think too, that's another uh, lesson for people, Omega. I've had to learn that lesson myself. And that is just because we haven't seen anyone else around us doing it doesn't mean we can't do it. Would you say that's part of your why, uh, what you just expressed about your parents? Is that part of what keeps you you moving forward? That's absolutely my why. My parents never told me that I couldn't. And so those books and everything I read, just because I didn't see anyone doing it, it didn't mean that I could not do it. And they never stopped me, you know, from doing it. Even back to when I ran track in high school, I was the first person to ever win State outside of a swimmer in the 1960s. <laughs> you know, I was the first person and definitely the first black woman to do it. So, right. you know, for track. So, no one ever told me that I couldn't. <laughs> so, right. I went and did it. And you have been able to, Omega, to be unapologetically you. And that is not in the world we live in today. It's not an easy thing. I smile sometimes when I see some of your posts on Instagram. And and I, and I think it, it's probably encouraging to other people, because other people probably have experienced it too. Talk to us about that comfort in your own skin, because in, in the entertainment industry that you're in, I think it's a very common thing to be compared to being the next X, Y, or Z. Talk to us about what that's been like for you, to just to be comfortable being Omega Keys and embracing that and not trying to be anything else. I have to take it back to track. When I, my sister ran, my sister Teresa ran track before me, and she had set all the records for the school. So when I first started running track, I used to pull up. I used to see the clock, and I would pull up. Still win the race, but pull up so I wouldn't break my sister's record. My sister dragged me to the side and talked to me, and she was like, you are better than me. So be you. Don't be me. And I believed her. 
I I took that to heart, and I truly believe her. So I'm not trying to be anyone else because I just want to be me, and I just want to share my gifts that I have because I don't want to be stuck in a box because even with my siblings, the difference between Fated Reunion to Keeping Secrets to Surviving America, they're night and day. Right. But they're still all me. And you, you know, when we were talking earlier, Omega, we talked about something that I struggle with, um, and I think a lot of people do um, in some degree, and that is being able to to enjoy it. I mean, you work hard, uh, and, you know, I, I do struggle with um, – well, I, well, maybe I'm saying that wrong. Maybe I, I don't struggle with but I think some people think enjoying your success is different than how I may see it, if that makes sense. So yeah. you did you you took a quote unquote break <laughs> in a sense recently. How important is that for you to be able to take the time to kind of celebrate your success and to reward yourself for what you're doing? Yeah, me and my business partner, we knew it was time to like celebrate and so, you know, we went to Vegas and just to unwind a little bit and celebrate all of our accomplishments, but yet and still because, you know, I didn't have to worry about being hung over. I took that time and I actually wrote. It's like it's allowed <laughs> me to actually recalibrate and come back even stronger and better with a clearer mind and a clearer purpose of what I'm trying to go. I was able to actually rewrite rewrite one of the scripts and knock out 30 pages of another. Wow. Because I was so clear and focused. Amazing, amazing. And, again, that clarity is so important. And I think, too, and to the point you were just making, Amiga, I think the other thing is that you refuse to even put yourself in the box. As you mentioned, Fated Reunion, Keeping Secrets, Surviving America, all of those very different projects and not being afraid to try different things. Is there something, though, that still scares you? Is there something in your career that you still have to remind yourself that you can do it? No. It's the I have that fear of once I'm done, even with Keep It Secret, at that premiere, I was so nervous and so anxious, and I had did all the work. That, those are the moments that scare me okay. right there. Once I finish, it's like showing it to the world. Other than that, no, I've always done things behind the scenes and gotten things done, so I'm used to that, and I, don't, I never cared what anyone thinks because while I was in the military, writing and doing that is what kept me sane from gotcha. the madness that was going on around me. So that's not a fear. Fear is in once I have it done and allowing the world to see it and observe it and have their thoughts. I mean, I, I care to an extent, but it's just that, that care in that infant, but once it's out there, you know, just that moment of holding your breath and waiting to see. Mm-hmm. And but after right. that, I'm okay. So, like you know, I know I'm going to get the good reviews, and I know I'm going to get the negative reviews. But I choose to focus on the good reviews. Everything yeah. is not for everyone, and I'm okay with that because I don't like everything. Yeah, I think that is a good. That's a good reminder for our audience right there that not everything is for everyone, and that's okay. Uh, and I think that's the thing we don't remind ourselves enough before uh, enough of. So I have to ask you then, even though you're still, of course, we're just finishing up, going into the last part of this quarter, 
uh, for 2023. Um, what are you looking forward to? What is it that you're excited about, Omega? I am excited about <laughs> just seeing what this total, you know, six months for this film project because I'm on an upward trajectory and this film is beating all of my other films by spades. I just want to see how far it can go. Like, I'm just riding that wave of it. So I want to see where that once the wave crashes along the rocks, where it's going to land. Mm. Well, love that, love that. And as you mentioned, you do get the uh, the questions about advice. At this point, I think, you know, I'm going to ask you a broader question because, I mean, I think the important thing for audience to know is that you're not just a filmmaker. You're not just an author. You're not just a media personality. You really are uh, a creative. You're a creative force. It, if someone's trying to figure it out, if they have different interests, um, Amiga, what do you normally say to them about getting started? Just start. Literally, just start. Quit. You know, if you want to be a writer, start writing. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if you don't start, you'll never have anything. Start. Figure it out what you want to do, and if it's multiple things, start on those multiple things, but finish it. That's the advice that I have. So many people, they're scared to start, and then so many people, they start, but they never finish. I have friends and like I said my cousin who um with the true crime putting his story out there I told him a long time ago write a book it took him forever to get it done but now that it's done he sees how big it is and how amazing it is like he got picked up for a Hulu series off of this story wow yeah so it's getting it done and know that no, everybody's not going to understand your dream and your vision, but it's not for them. Quit letting people shut you down before you even get started. Right. Great advice. Great advice and great reminders for us all as well. Again, everyone, Omega Keys has been our guest, an individual who definitely has been able to identify what she wants and she goes after it, whether you're talking about books, films, her own podcast series, and so much more. And then, of course, as we're going into Women's History Month, definitely she's been able to empower others, but also remind us all of what is possible for sure. Omega, this was another great conversation. Glad that we had a chance to catch back up. How can our audience stay connected with you? Hey, you can stay up with me on Keeping Secrets Movie or at Omega Keys, you know, I have the business side and I have my crazy sense of humor side, and I'm very sarcastic, so get with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, it, it is, wherever you guys find Omega, follow her because she's doing a lot of great things. And, and Omega, I'm, I'm so proud of you, so happy for you and all the things that are coming. I mean, it's, it is something that, again, anyone who's followed you for any length of time, they're not surprised by but it definitely it, I mean, it excites me, it inspires me, because it reminds me of the possibilities that are out there if you're willing to do the work. And I think that's the thing. Amiga's been willing to do the work, and that's why the work is paying off for her. Um, last thing, I just thought about this, Omega, because I said that. Was the long game also important for you in the beginning? Because sometimes you, you know, people want that. They want it right then. Did you, did you go into it knowing this was going to be a marathon and not a sprint? absolutely knew it was going to be a marathon. I knew I had to build up my IP, which I didn't know it was an IP back then. I knew I had to build it up 
in order for people to get used to it. I literally said, I know I'm going to put this out there. People aren't going to appreciate it until I have the other stuff out there. And it's so crazy. Like, keeping secrets out there, everybody's going back and watching everything else that I've done. But I knew that. I absolutely knew that, and I told my team that. Amazing. Amazing. Great reminders there. Amiga, congratulations to you again. So glad we had a chance to catch back up and looking forward to having you back on the program real soon. Thank you so much, Cyrus. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Same here. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. As always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and it's going to make today amazing. Take care.